stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. in beautiful South Pasadena, California. This is the Blue Heaven Podcast. My button is all the way over there. What is going on, Dodgers Nation? Welcome to the show. My name is Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. You absolutely can, guys. My name is Brooke. You can find me at BrookeMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. On the right to me is Doug. You know him as Doug. He's the face of the franchise, friend of the show, star of life, Doug. Thanks for driving all the way. It's from the Mount the West Rushmore. Side. We're all phases of the franchise, okay? The Mount Rushmore. Even Cody. I like it. Guys, on today's show, we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, Dodgers are good, but Craig Kimbrell continues to be a big, fat, stupid question mark uh, in the ninth <laughs> inning. That's not talking about him personally, but uh, yeah, yeah. He's we'll also a, talk about decent that. shape. He's in pretty good shape. He's got a man bun, but we don't have to talk about that. We'll talk about the near sweep over the San Diego Padres and their celebration of winning one of four. Congratulations to them. Also, new look lineup. We're going to talk about that because we're pretty excited about it. Pretty sure we did that. Uh, you're welcome or you're sorry. I'm not really sure. And you know, generally speaking, not necessarily a positive show. We're pretty realistic, I feel like. What? You know, we're pretty realistic. Doug brings the positivity on the post-game show and on uh, his own his own uh, YouTube channel because he has uh, he's basically our YouTube channel at this point. <laughs> but we got three good things it's to talk franchise. about. We're going to we're gonna point those things out to you. We're going to talk about them. We're going to be excited. <clears throat> we're going to be happy. It's going to be a good time. You're going to want to stick around for that because we don't get to be very happy very often. Uh, Dylan plays Roblox said this channel is boring and nobody cares about minions. Dylan, when I come over to play Roblox with your mom, we'll have a little chat. All right. Yes. That's, that's all the I new, got to say about that. That's how the new applause sounds, by the way. That's kind of scary. I like it. It's still going. a little, little still more going. dynamic. Uh, Dave Luna says, guys, who are our trade candidates? Also credit to Brooke for minions recommendation. 10 out of 10. I saw the minions as promised July 1st. It was, it was good. Yeah, it was really I've good. heard great things about it. Yeah. Wait, Cody, have you seen Minions yet? I have not. Hold on. Here's Cody's voice for everybody. I have not heard. I have not watched the Minions yet. Are we going to go see Minions together? We should totally do it. The, the resident bonding. child of the... Of the Out of uh, spite. I'm going to take, I'm gonna take, uh, take my child Cody here. <laughs> see the Minions. <laughs> We're going to bond together. Moving on, moving on, moving on. This is that part where people start complaining about us having fun and uh, being all inside jokes and whatever, which we are, so don't... You know, don't call us out like that. That's really rude. But a lot of Trace love I'm seeing. It seems to Trace Thompson love in the stream. You were uh, leading the, um, what they call it, the Marching and Chowder Society. Me and my boy uh, Trace Lamb Redemption Season 2022. We know what's going on with uh, Trace Thompson. <laughs> we knew it. We were there from day one. We're reaping I was the benefits on, and the rewards. I was on the Lamb Chop. You're we're on. not talking about. We're not talking the, you, about. That it was right Trace now. Lamb. The con- uh, listen, the Trace Lamb. It is the name, and I understand that. However, Get- very happy for Jake Lamb. Good cameo guy. If you guys are looking for a good cameo, go hit up Jake Lamb because apparently he does those. But 
happy for Trace Thompson. Maybe a good guess that cameo price. The best Thompson brother, in my opinion. By absolutely, far. absolutely. It's only yeah. a matter of time that Clay's showing up to events and he's a, he's introduced as Trace's, Trace's brother. brother. That's ha- that's happening. I'm pretty sure that's in the works. I love it, and he doesn't have to wear a headband. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Let's get into it, guys. The guy, the Dodgers take uh, three or four from the Padres. Should have been a sweep. Could have been a sweep. We'll get into the why in a minute, but. In convincing fashion, they take this series, outscored the Padres. What was it, twelve to three? I think was the number you somebody either you or Eric gave me. Twelve to three. Twelve to three. That was, of course, before the ninth inning of uh, Sunday's game. Of course, in this game, you get twenty-seven outs. Craig Kimbrell said, "F your couch." We're going to get into him more in a minute. Don't spill your beer. First highlights from the series. Once again, Tony Great wins his tenth game of the year. Wins. Wins matter. matter. Make wins matter again. Kershaw, great. Why great do we have a rebound. Shirt that says wins matter. I don't know. We don't do shirts anymore, really. Yeah, we don't really do shirts anymore. Cody, you want to make us uh, graphic? You want to become a graphic designer? It also pays. Kershaw, great, though. I mean, to see that after that clunker where he was really down on himself in Colorado, it was great to see Kershaw come out and shove for seven innings. Absolutely. I mean, the command was back. The slider, he had the feel for it again. And to me, it just points, it just proves that it was a Coors casualty. And that's all it was. Still working his way back from that injury. But yeah, he looked dominant at times. He looked comfortable out there on the mound. And I think that he's continuing to make his case that, hey, he should be deserving of a big time consideration for that all star spot. But I think Kershaw was a big highlight. Also, you look at the fact that you got Mitch White going against Joe Musgrove, and Joe Musgrove saying that. Justin Turner wasn't a huge threat, and he proceeds to hit two bombs off of him. And this is just just this Joe Musgrove guy that he's always talking smack. He's always saying the wrong thing against the Dodgers. What what is it with the Padres and and always trying to still create the billboard or or the the, the bulletin board material, which isn't a thing anymore. It's 2022, but... Why? Why do they keep doing this? Like, yeah, I dog, mean, just play Joe your Musgrove game. Joe Musgrove was out there saying that, that. That remember last year? Oh, that the Padres wanted more than the Dodgers. Yeah. What happened? They collapsed. He also thought that you know he was a little salty that the Dodgers ended up with Max Scherzer. Shout out to Ken Rosenthal for the best baseball tweet of last season. So <laughs> I do think that the Dodgers are definitely in the Padres' heads at this point. When you look at the success they've had against them since Man, the start they, of next season, won thirteen of the last fifteen. Now I think the Dodgers have something like thirteen that. Of the last fifteen. They've gone 17 and 9 since the start of last year. And remember last year, early on, we were saying, oh, this is going to be the first time since 2010 yeah. that they lose this season series. But hey, look, they got the game Sunday. I hope you enjoyed your parade. But hey, I think they have, uh, they have some, they have to worry about this Dodger team that really has an opportunity yeah. here with the Giants and the Padres starting to flail a little bit to build a nice cushion heading into the All Star break. I enjoy some trash talking, that's a fun part of sports. However, you probably shouldn't talk shit on a dude who's hitting over 400 against you. And Justin Turner is one of the more respected veterans of the league in the game, uh, not having a great year, but has notoriously or historically been fine since joining the Dodgers. And Musgrove was out here saying that he, you know, he's not really a threat and he's hitting 417 against you in your career. Maybe uh, note the facts. (laughs) 
And I'm telling you, he definitely takes it personal when it's when he goes against those trash throws. You saw that home run he hit off of Charlie Morton in the 2020 World Series. He always has that in the back of his mind. And look, Justin Turner has really turned it around in the last couple of weeks. He's really starting yep. to lock in. Yep. He's got the rhythm at the plate. If you look at his numbers, that's kind of we're talking about the lineup change. One of the re- big reasons for that was the fact that he had Muncie and Turner kind of struggling in the middle of that order. But if he can get it going and this can kind of ignite him, this whole just Joe Musgrove game going to obviously didn't know that what he was thinking when he was on the mound but I think after the game there's no question about it the fact that he's a guy that always kind of plays with a chip on his shoulder like Mm -hmm. I'm not washed stop throwing dirt on my grave I still have uh, some more baseball (laughs) left in the tank and I think it's great to see him getting it going speaking of uh washed but not really Robert Wilson here on our YouTube says Manny is terrible two for 13 with eight K's goes Manny Machado who drove his ass to LA from Arizona so his ankle doesn't get it all inflamed on him. Is he? Uh, what's what's the deal with Manny and the Dodgers now? Because Look, like he he remember he was hustling against the boys in blue, and now all of a sudden he has not really been there. I am. I will say I think that the ankle probably hampered him a little bit. I'll what? give him enough credit on Fake that news. one. I don't think he deserves it, but I'm going to give it to him. So I'm going to you know MVP type of season. He shouldn't look like that against this team. He shouldn't look like that against any team. I do really really enjoy though. His lack of success. I mean, he's got three hits off of Bruzdar, all singles. But when the when Bruzdar and Manny face off in a big spot, it seems like almost every time Bruzdar punches his ass out, and I just love it so much. Especially when he does it to end an inning, and he gets to do his little chest pound and point. And it's just it's just so beautiful. My little son Brewster just getting done. So fun. I also uh, <laughs> really enjoyed all the warm welcomes from Dodgers fans for Manny Machado. I don't. I'm not like a. I'm not like a big Manny Machado hater or anything like that. I don't really have anything against him personally. He went and got mm-hmm. paid. Good for him. Didn't super love him when he when he was in L.A., but also, like, without him, we don't make it to the playoffs that year, let alone all the way through. That being said, he sucked, and it was great. It was pretty great. I have a theory on that. I think that when he plays the Dodgers – He's always a little afraid that Moshe is going to come out of nowhere and say, show me the Manny and want and demand that $300 million paycheck because we know that he's still on the hook for it and he has to pay him for it. But look, Manny Machado, he's a guy that... He's a great villain having the game. I am disappointed that Bruzard didn't blow him a kiss like we saw in the uh, NLDS. But, yeah, it was great to see him struggle. <laughs> but you got to give him a lot of credit for just being in that game, want to play and want to perform in that game while... Fernando Tatis Jr., he's a, you know, a part-time stuntman at this point in his career. So The series yeah. is more fun when he's in there. It's definitely more fun. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we still haven't seen these two teams at, at their, their biggest strong points because they don't have Tatis. The Dodgers don't have Pandrini, their, their best pitcher. A couple of injured teams, they have a whole lot of baseball left to play for the end of, uh, well, really into September. There's a lot of baseball still to be played between these two teams. Uh, for the folks who are just joining us on Facebook, sorry, we had some technical difficulties, but mm-hmm. we are back up now on the Facebook. We are talking about how good Tony was, how good Kershaw was over the weekend against Padres, how bad, the, how bad Manny was against Padres. But another good thing, Mookie Betts returns earlier than expected. I said last week on the roundtable, I honestly did not expect to see Mookie Betts until all-star breaker just after and uh you know these ribs decide to heal quicker and then this the biggest head scratcher to me and we don't need to talk too much about it but why did either he go or dino send him and that that play going home whatever it just 
it's a bad look. He's he's still recovering from a like a rib injury. Doc and you're also, gonna go send him. Doc also said he's like, hey, it's still broken. I mean, he's just, yeah. it's just all about pain management now. And anybody who's had a cracked rib knows uh, that sucker don't go away. For I've had a, a mic rib. What year? What month do those come out? I in, don't by the know. way, let us same know. month as the minions. <laughs> let us know in the comments below. By the way, I see Nando uh, three ninety in the stream, and earlier he said, stop DMing his mom. She's a nice lady, you know. She's just if she will stop reaching out, like you know, it, it wouldn't. But uh, Mr. Roblox guy, coming for that ass. <laughs> Big fan of the show. Robert Wilson, blown my mind here, saying Dave Roberts is a good manager. We don't get like positive Dave. Hold the phone. That's when I get one show. of those, I play all yeah. the sounds I have. Confetti comes out of the sky, start <laughs> popping champagne. It's, it gets crazy because when we get one of those, it's very they're few and far between. Uh, one of the other things though, of course, that happened with this series is Craig Kimbrell, Craig uh, crumble. As we've seen, he had a wild ride on Sunday afternoon. Um, listen, he was looking good and he actually looked like he knew where the pitches were going, which was kind of interesting to see from Craig Kimbrell, but then things sort of changed. He decided to, uh, strike out Manny and then take a line drive hundred mile an hour off his back. And then still try to stay in there. And, you know, he was dotting the ball, and then he, you know, he lost it. He just missed that play. Then Luke Voigt just misses going bomb on him. And then the whole world uh, kind of shits out on him. But uh, I wanted to talk about this. On paper, it's been a very strange season for Craig Crumble because th there are some numbers that say this dude is bad. There are some numbers who say this dude should be a lot better. What are your thoughts on that? Four, what, four, seven, eight ERA. He's got a shit ERA. He's striking dudes out. He's walking everybody. That's he's a, that's not a, serving up homers. That's the thing. Some of his peripherals don't play into the fact that he's walking too many guys, and that's a problem that I have with him. Um, there's just something about him that just doesn't feel good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It's not even necessarily that there's the blown saves. It's not even necessarily that he's giving up runs and losing games and things like that. It's not even that. It's just the fact that it, there's just a feel to it. And you guys are very familiar with it. But when you have a 415 BABIP, things are not going to go well for you. Yeah. And, and when you see that number, that tells you one of two things. Either bad luck or you're just throwing fastballs <laughs> that are falling in or something like that. But it's not even so much that they're just falling in. He's getting hit kind of hard. I mean, yeah. over his last 15 starts has like a plus six ERA or something like that which over his worst span before that is even worse somehow, which is really odd. But it seems like the more he gets into it, the more he struggles, the more he can't find it, the mm -hmm. more he's going back to that well and going to that fastball. And if you're pumping 98 straight, yeah, it's, it it's, does not, not. it's not as good as 92 cutting. It does I mean, not which is have very Kenley. much movement. Kenley yeah. was a 92 cut at, the, you know, that's, at certain points during his Dodgers tenure. It was a 92 cut. Kimbrell is a 97 to 98 to 99 straight. And that's a lot easier to hit, a lot easier to see coming. Of course, he can mix in that breaking ball, I think, a lot better than Kenley can. But when he's not finding it this year, when he's having trouble with it, it's getting real bad. And he's just throwing, hucking that fastball up there. And it's proving to not work against some pretty bad hitters at times, honestly. Yeah, you, 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 you're at a point 100% where you don't feel comfortable with him coming in one-run lead, maybe even a two-run lead. This guy needs a five-run lead to feel comfortable, even though the numbers say, like, fielding, FIP loves him. He's one of the lower FIPs in the league, 197. FIP loves him. Uh, he's, he's, he's getting his saves. Somehow has only blown three saves 
despite all of but the vitriol about him. All three saves have been in the last 15 games. Yeah, yeah. And if you look at some of those saves, too, I mean, when Chavis scored against the Pirates, what happened? He had the air with Freddie Freeman. Yesterday, like you mentioned, he gets hit in the back with that 100-mile-per-hour pitch. And before that, I mean, he was filthy. He was yeah. nasty, and this stuff looked really good. But there's, there's some things you point to when you talk about average exit velocity, yeah. not missing barrels. And the whip percentage is there, but the chase rate isn't. So when it comes right. to Craig Kimbrell, it's not like he's missing bats in the zone. When you figure him out as a, as a pitcher, he goes out there, and if he's not hitting that breaking ball at the bottom of the zone, if he's not, like our friend Dontrell says, stay low or um, stay low and stay in the game. Or yep. and um, so it's like no, live low and live long. That's what he says. And when he, when Craig Kimbrell, difference. he doesn't really do that at the moment. So I think that <laughs> there are some numbers that are very encouraging where they'll tell you, hey, let's just stay the course here, right? Let's just. Yeah. But like you said too, there he just is, makes yeah. you feel very uncomfortable out there. I feel like the well, Jordan <laughs> Peele gift where I'm like sweating versus like I want to feel comfortable. I want to feel how it feels like when you put on your sneakers after you're wearing your bowling shoes. That nice comfortable feeling. It just doesn't feel like that with Cardi. Yeah, you guys bowler, see, huh? You guys to see Doug one bowling game. on one our, bowling uh, game. Yeah, so I want to throw out a bowling um, game. The problem is there's no other options right now. Right now, and we'll get into that about in in the good. There is some good in a notoriously negative show. There is some good coming up for uh, for Dodgers and Dodgers fans. But Doug, I wanted to ask you as we get into like roundtable feel here. If you could straight up swap right now, if you had a magic lamp and you could rub it and a genie comes out and you're able to switch Greg Kimbrell for Kenley Jansen straight up right now, would you do it? I mean, the walk-up song is so much better in my opinion, but the walkout song. But other than that, I do think that, look, Kenley, look at the game against the Dodgers where he blows the save. And when I say about Kenley Jansen, some of his stuff is really playing up. I mean, his stuff wasn't just... At touching 97, he was like sitting at 97 during that series. I mean, the, look, the velocity, but at the same token, there are some encouraging signs, too, when it comes to Craig Kimbrell. Like we said, you mentioned just three blown saves. In yeah. all of those blown saves, he's had some issues that really are out of his control. But the reality is he's just allowing too much hard contact. And I think with Craig Kimbrell, unless it, he can get that velocity to trend in the right direction, it's going to be tough sledding. It's going to be an early trip to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, <laughs> if he's closing out games for the Dodgers late in October. And I think that when you talk about the other options, the other yeah. thing, too, is Andrew Friedman has shown us that he does not want to give up a lot as when it comes to prospect capital yeah. for a high leverage reliever. You see the Singranis, the Ma- the Madsons, mm-hmm. aka Dan Patrick. You see some of those guys I think we out there. We talked about that last week. Like every time there's been a, they've traded for somebody with with some sort of track record. It's bit it's bit them hard, but that's because they traded away dudes like Jordan Alvarez, who they knew nothing about, and they O'Neal traded Cruz. away Orneal Cruz, who they knew nothing about. That's going to happen. That's true, but there's just no... I mean, the thing when you talk about, like, the like you know, Bednars, guys like that, that are under team control for multiple years, the prospect hall to get a guy like that versus using that to get a starting pitcher, I think Freeman and Gomes, they understand value. They'd rather pay more for a mansion than overpay for a condo, right? They understand <laughs> the value of this. And I think when you talk about the encouraging... No, the encouraging fact that Blake Trinan, it does appear that he's going to come back. And if he can come back and he can possibly be a guy that he can get saves every now and then but at the same token what do you do what does that mean with for craig kimbrell's role we know the role he wants he's a guy 386 career saves he's pretty much he's 80 yeah. saves away from being a hall of famer so i think 
Craig Kimbrell, it's, it's tough, but it's been worse. Like I said, you don't have a tremendous decline in velo. The K percentage is still elite. He's in the 89th percentile <laughs> yeah. in whip percentage, 87th percentile in expected batting average. So there's a lot of encouraging numbers, but I think there's something to be said about the feel out there. He just hasn't gotten comfortable as the Dodgers closer yeah. yet. Yeah, and I mean, that part of that probably comes from the odd role change from the Cubs to the White Sox last year. But at some point, you got to just start getting it done. The ninth inning is going to continue to be a struggle for these Dodgers, especially after, I mean, you've lost Blake Trinan for all but three games of this season so far. Dan Heron, you will not see again this season. There are some issues. There are some struggles for sure. But like you already alluded to, and like we talked about last week, and like we're going to talk about again a little bit, there are, some, uh, there are some options. There are some stuff coming ahead. There are some dudes coming at you real quick if you could just find a way to stay alive for the next month. We've talked about it a lot. Just yeah. stay alive, stay afloat for the next month. It's funny because we're talking about a team that's uh, 21 games over 500 or something like that, and we're talking about them like they are uh, fighting, scratching, clawing for like a 10th seed in, in basketball. Like That's what yeah. it feels like when you're talking about them sometimes. But you're talking about a team that's yeah. 50 and 29. And, and, it's, and five games above the Padres. So they don't the have to be desperate. M, uh, MF, or, MF or on, uh, on uh, the YouTube right now. They said we should be like 45 and 15 right now. But still, what you're saying, we're right there. It's already baseball's going to baseball, though. You're going to lose oh, wait, 45 and 15. That's the other way. We have like 15 wins. Yeah, I, I, read that gonna I do want to say, though, when it comes to Kimbrell, there was one strike away from getting to two outs and one save away from his third consecutive clean inning, his clean appearance. So he was really looking like he was about to turn the corner. Yeah. So I still want to stay the course. I'm not going to be Craigslist Craig just yet. Okay, I'm yep. not going to put Craig on Craigslist. I do still Listen. think there's still some hope because you're not going to transition him to that setup role that he had last year no. with the White Sox where he failed so much. Okay, he, Close, he only, counts. Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, my friend. He also got a hose on that call on Hosmer at the end. Oh, yeah. So. They were calling that strike the whole game. The whole game. Yeah. The yeah. whole game. Yeah. It had the corner. It wasn't it's, just off the corner. No, it absolutely. The There's definitely some bad luck He's in there. He's got some but... bad calls this year. I don't know the exact numbers on that, but. <laughs> Carnivorous Lunar Activity says, Doug, DMAC always the optimist, and that's what he do. he do best. Mitch he's, a lot of half hey, full, baby. He's, he's, still, uh, he's still high on Russell Westbrook over there. But all in all, Oof. you got to be happy so about for. taking three or four from the Padres. The little brother comes in. They get beat handily, save for one inning against an up-and-down closer, and it took some, I don't know, like, bad, more bad luck. He got hit. The the ball, like, Gavin Lux didn't read that well. Anyways, enough about that. Let's... um. <laughs> I'm bored of talking about it. Clayton Lockhart in the stream said, what to do, Dodgers Nation? Uh, just smash that like button. We appreciate you. Anybody who's on here, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell. Hit a thumb. Leave a comment. We'll read it. Maybe. We'll try to. We'll do our best. We know so many words. In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Military parents never miss a beat, and neither does the Johns Hopkins U.S. Family Health Plan. Built for every warrior in your family, with more than 40 years of service to military families, TRICARE Prime Benefits plus exclusive extras. Learn more at warriorsathome.com. 
You think uh, Kimbrel's closer when the season's over? Last pitch of the season. I mean, does of oh, the regular season? Yes. Last pitch of the playoffs of the year? No, I do not. Mister Block A. <laughs> Who? Mister Block A. Blake. Oh. This guy doesn't watch Game B all day. No, it's Block gonna A. be Dustin Block May. A. It's gonna be Dustin May. Dustin May's gonna be a starting pitcher. You're out of your gourd. No, yeah, not by is. the last game of the postseason. Not by the last game of the year. Yeah, he is. He's going to be a forwarding piggyback uh, playoff starter. Sounds like we got a bet. Tony Gonsolin. $15,000 Tony Gonsolin is not going to be able to start full games by the time the postseason rolls around. Dude, I'm every, every start Tony has is the most innings he's ever thrown in his career. Mm-hmm. And we're in July. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I, I, I said There's the going to be a Danny Duffy, though. No, no, there's not. <laughs> there's gonna be some Andrew Friedman trade as well. And by the way, all these and pitchers my dad look might great come back from the store, but we're huh? still not there. There's gonna be a Haney. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, all these pitchers look so good on their Instagram rehab. Like Duffy throwing 93 in some random place at a high school. It's like, come on now, let's wait until we see it in it's a like, game. But it's like the calculator radar, you know? Where it's yeah, like exactly. <laughs> exactly. The calculator <laughs> radar. Uh, this one says he threw boobies. Oh yeah. <laughs> I feel there. <laughs> Anthony Keene said, I need proof that Danny Duffy is a real person. Hold on. I got a button for that. It's so, that's uh, like. Uh, He's a myth. What else? I also got this button. Thank you. You have crickets? <laughs> John, John wants us to take a birthday shot. John, we took a birthday shot on the Instagram live session. And if you were there for it, which you can be five minutes before every uh, Bull Evan podcast. Five-ish. Well, we're not five-ish. Behind. We're not behind CZ shot. Uh, but that shot was posthumously oh, yeah. in your honor. Posthumously? Humanously. Postanominously. See, we did take shots. I remember my first beer. I don't. I dribbled. Guys. Uh, Darth, Dartha Mexican, real quick before we move on, makes a good point, And this is something that we've talked about a lot. No need to trade for a lever. May, Canely, uh, Trinan, all back by September. Like I said, we're in a very good position as long as we can maintain for the pat for like the next mm-hmm. month plus, probably month because we're gonna get some guys back pretty soon here. Yeah, hope. the reinforcements are on the way. There are some dudes that are coming, and then I think that it with this uh, what Friedman would rather do is add a starter and kind of push guys back. Cut. But I think that yeah, I think you're absolutely right, especially with Dustin May. I mean, I saw Dustin May with my own eyes on the field at Dodger Stadium. And before that, I was saying, I want to see him as a closer, but he's, I mean, he's nasty. I mean, he's pumping 100, and he's just so, it's so tantalizing to see what he can do on the mound. I think Dustin Mania is going to be back, and I think you just can feel around the organization kind of, they have a serious role for him, and they yeah. really think that he's almost that X factor, that secret weapon in the second half of the season. So there's definitely reinforcements on the way. I think the big wild card, like you said, Danny Duffy, but Canely, I kind of have questions about. Yeah. I have questions about Blake Trinan when he comes back. Losing Daniel Hudson was a massive blow. So there are a lot of question marks. Then also, you mentioned it yourself. How about Tony Gonson? Every Bottom. time he makes a start, he's setting a new career high with innings pitched. Will That's he good. hold up? He's good. He's got this. He what do you mean? Based off of what? What scientific data? What 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 tells you a he's good? A lack of precedence. He pitched in the in college. You you want you want to know converted outfielder. Converted out like yeah. I mean, you want to know what a lot it of is? Tread on the tires. He is a forward <laughs> thinking pitcher. He understands arm care very well, and I think he has a a good feel 
for where his body is. You and at. I both know, though, the split finger fastball is a stressful pitch compared to any other pitch. I mean, uh, sliders are obviously a whole other animal. I mean, a splitter but compared isn't to a fastball, a forkball, though. You're not as in it. It's not as much. It's on more the stressful than a four seam fastball, though. Well, yeah. Yes, and but he's when not, you're but when you're using that sick nasty splitter to get out and throw fewer four seam fa- fastballs, I'm just saying. I, okay, well, what I'm saying is, though, he's still, like, every single time he goes out, it's, it doesn't it seem like, oh, he just did, had his career high in pitches. Like, it seems like that every yeah. time. And and to, and what to, do we to see Dave's last credit, year? To Dave's credit, that's pretty cool that he's letting his guys run. He's yep. letting his dogs yeah. eat, and he kind of doesn't have a choice right now. Yeah. But, like you said, what did we see last year? Walker Bueller died at the end of the season. Yep. Julio kind of died at the end of the season. All these dudes who have not had the experience, have not had the track record of going deep into a big league season are being run into the ground and they are not being useful for the postseason. And then you have a guy like Max Scherzer who has to come in in game five and is spent Did for the rest of the to. playoffs. They chose that path they chose and it that. bit them in the ass hard. Bad choices. It would be a bad choice to just ride Tony until he dies. <laughs> when it's uncharted waters, you just don't know. And with Tony exactly. Gonsolin, he's having a great season. We talk about... The way he, his workload as it stands, they don't. This is not a luxury; it's a necessity. He's going out yeah, there. And he pitched in the eighth inning for the first time in his career, so <laughs> they need him to go out there and eat innings and pitch yeah. like an ace, which he has all season long. But look what we saw with Hunjin Ryu in 2019. I mean, yeah. he was in the Cy Young mix, and then he started to fade. So you just really never I mean, know. That's how it is. 162 games is a long ass season. It's an absolutely long well, season, but season. I do personally believe that ass. there are way too many. Like there's way, I feel like there's a lot more questions than most Dodger fans realize when it comes to starting rotation. Oh, yeah. Whereas you oh, get yeah. past that August 2nd deadline and you don't have that frontline guy. And let's say something happens to Kershaw or Gonson runs out of gas or Tyler Anderson starts to fade. I mean, I think that you're going to want a guy <clears throat> that can go in there and dominate. And so, because I mean, look, can you imagine facing this Yankees lineup? And you don't have your rotation right in the World Series or this Astros, this Trastros lineup that really they're catching up to the Yankees and they have the easiest schedule in all of Major League Baseball in the second <laughs> half of the season. Yeah. So I think it could be a collision course between the Dodgers and the Trastros. You're talking about Jordan Alvarez and some of these hitters they have over there. I think that to me, the money would go, the assets would be traded for a starter. But uh, yeah, I think Tony Gonsolin, look, just keep riding this. And he's a guy that's put himself in a great position physically. We saw last year, the shoulder injury wasn't the same guy. The yeah. velo was down, the command was down. And I think that what he's learned from Clayton Kershaw and how to use that breaking ball to stay in games longer, that's the difference. I think he's, Tony is finally that dude, that, that, that I wouldn't say prototypical dude, but he's the guy that the Dodgers have been wanting to have learned from. Hey, look, he spent time with Max Scherzer. He spent time with Clayton Kershaw. He has spent times with people who are old school mindset, new school mindset, under again, understand their body. He's one of those dudes, you know, he brings out the plyo balls. He 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 does the the measurements and things. Like he's also an older dude. He's not, you know, Walker and Julio were both much younger than Tony is now last year, uh, as they had their most difficult seasons. Well, you're arguing against yourself on that one too, though. He is yeah. an older guy. Yeah, you know, older, uh, older is better or something. It's like a fine whiskey. Yeah, but he didn't also. I mean, like, again, you go back to college. He didn't grow up hucking innings, just like which means of, he's got a whole lot left in that tank. Or it means that he's not built up like that. Alternatively, years and years. I got, I got the faith. fibers. I got faith I'm in you. Anthony Gonsolin. Anthony Gonsolin is going to run through the season. He's going to be fine through the postseason. And then we're going to worry about him. In we are a month away from Tony Gonsolin piggyback starts. A month away. 
Absolutely we are. And it's smart. <laughs> it's really smart because you're going to want that guy fresh for the playoffs. Right now, Tony Gonsolin is easier best pitch, easily your best pitcher. No disrespect to Julio whatsoever. The dude does not get any GD run support. Feel for him. Comes through even when he's not feeling his stuff and just finds a way and just, I mean, Grinds. Julio is going to get a fat contract and he rightfully deserves one. Let but us, Let us know who's right in the comments here. Gonna Tony Gonsolin is going to be a guy that you're going to need fresh for the playoffs. They're not going to bump him to the bullpen. He's not going to be that guy this time around. He's not going to have an undefined role yeah. and have to figure wake up in the morning at a hotel in Atlanta in the NLCS and be like, what am I doing today? It's yeah, not going to yeah. be that. He is going to be the guy. Luckily... Luckily, as a, as of right now, they're not the Dodgers are not chasing somebody for that number one spot in in uh, the NL West. They're not going for a tenth straight. If they can put a gap between them and whoever's in second place by that's September, that's what last year chasing the Giants. It would be huge for us to be like, hey, Tony, uh, sit down for the last month of the season, throw bullpens, get in there for three inning games, whatever it might be, whatever you got to do to keep him fresh and still also in the groove of things. It's going to be huge. Also, you get a chance to put Dustin May in there, see what he can do. You can put him mm-hmm. in a closing role. You could put him in a bullpen role. You could have him start games, piggyback guys, whatever you want to do. Getting that space between you, that cushion, is going to be huge for this team, and we're going to need it. Danny Duffy probably starting a lot of games that month. We'll see. But it's while you, you talk about the way they're going to manage Tony Gonson. Like, what can this guy do? Just be like, hey, can I go out there every fifth day? 2020, it's he missed him how many days. years, though, to yeah. do that? Like, yeah. But I also think he has to prove he can get done in the postseason, a 9 mm-hmm. 5 ERA in the postseason, he's but gotta, he's, he's attacking be that the, chance first. <laughs> yeah, as long as he attacks the zone, yeah. that, that split change, man, I've watched baseball till my eyes bleed. That's a special pitch, man. It's it really a is pitch. a special it's pitch. A pitch. Yeah. Looks like a fastball. And to dies. throw it, he's, the big thing with him right now, he's got four legitimate pitches that he can spot. Absolutely. And that's what's putting him on a different level this year. And the he curveball to lefties this year, the slider to yeah. righties, the mix. And the cat is becoming a lion, too, with the confidence on the mound. I mean, you're seeing him say, you know, shake off Dave Roberts. He didn't have that confidence a year no, ago. No. Oh, I not. was just talking to someone about not. this earlier, by the way. Go back I, to his I litter hate, box. I hate saying that. Like, I am literally talking to people about this. I talked to Stan, you know, on the way over Stan here. Stan Caston. Yes. <laughs> the thing I love about Anthony right now is the swag. He is the swag daddy McGee right now. He's got some pop. He's got some pep in his step, and his name ain't Ryan. He looks good coming off the bump. The little strikeout and then yeah. kind of strut off the mound. Yeah, he's yeah. got the strut. He's got the swagger. You know, the, the shoulders are swinging low. He's he, feeling loose. He's locked in, man. He is the cat daddy right he now. He is the cat daddy Woo! of them all. We love you. Mr. Anthony Gonsolin. We made that guy. We made that man <laughs> by playing stupid games with him online in the past. Uh, we're already essentially talking a couple segments ahead about three good things with the Dodgers. One of them is Tony Gonsolin. All right, we 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 already talked about the 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 Kershaw side of it. Maybe Kershaw probably, based on respect and blah blah blah, should start the All Star game. But no, Tony Gonsolin's got to be this All Star game starter. I think he's officially earned it after that last one. He's ten and zero, yep. leads the league in ERA. Even he goes out and throws a stinker. Brian Snitker is a guy who respects the game, respects the numbers, but he also respects the legacy and lineage. There's a lot to it. Uh, I've, I've told you this, guys. I've told you this before. It would be cool to see Clayton Kershaw start the All-Star game. I believe his only All-Star game start, it would be in Los Angeles, in front of his own crowd, all those things. Makes you feel good, makes you love. All-Star game has been that for moments before. It's an exhibition game. It does not technically matter, except if you're getting paid, in which case I have a problem with that. However... <laughs> Tony Gonsolin deserves it. And my 100%. favorite thing is the people who are like, 
he is at his innings limit. We can't afford to throw him in the all-star game. And I'm like, really? <laughs> One inning in the all-star game in a game that doesn't really matter? Is that really going to hurt your chances? I mean, I guess it's the same people that say, like, the home run derby breaks your swing, which uh, Cody Bellinger proved that, I think, pretty sure. But uh, absolutely, Tony deserves it. There's nobody else in the league who deserves that start more. Obviously, there's guys like Sandy Alcantara who are, who are just pitching out of his mind. He's getting the yeah. old school workload. That guy's going to probably be done by the end of the season because he's just eating up all the innings. You got Corbin Burns, who's carving dudes up at a historic rate in terms of strikeouts. Tony's not that guy. He's not the many innings guy, mm-hmm. but he's going to get the job done. He's going to win you games. He's going to make sure that he's ready for his next start, and that's why I think he deserves it. I don't think there's anybody else that deserves it more. I mean, look, the last 15 starters to lead the league, to lead their league in wins in ERA at the break, they've started the All-Star game. They've gotten the ball. Yep. They've taken the mound. Look at Hunjin Ryu in 2019. Wins, baby. Wins, Schmins. I mean, we'll, I don't want to go down wins that rabbit matter. hole. But that's the reality. Is he's most likely going to get the ball. But if you look at Sandy Alcantara, 7.21 innings per start, a 1.95 ERA, leads the NL in expected ERA. He's recorded over 100 more outs then Tony Gonson, 115 in a third innings pitch. You mentioned Corbin Burns. He leads the NL with 124 strikeouts. Why should Max that be held Reed. against Tony, though? It should be held against him. But <laughs> if we're saying who is the – so has Tony Gonson been the best pitcher in the National League? If you look at ERA, absolutely. Whip, even a whip, 820. Opponents batting average, opponents OPS. He's first, a 3.5 B-war. But let's just be honest. I mean, Sandy Alcantara is another guy that deserves consideration. Same with Freed. Same with Corbin Burns. And if you're going to play yeah. that game and you want to say, oh, look, the kicker is the fact that the All-Star game is going to be played at Dodger Stadium. Maybe you do give it to the great Catsby. And I would love to see him pitch in that game. It's going to be fantastic to see how far he's came as a pitcher when you consider the fact that everyone was saying he's washed. Everyone thought that yeah. he was trash. I want to give Brooke credit right here because I don't think he's gotten the credit. He deserves, he deserves the first no round table of the year. Before the first pitch of the regular season, he stood right here and said that he was going to be that Tony Gonson was going to be the best number four, number five pitcher in all of Major League Baseball. And he's been one of the best pitchers in all of Major League Baseball, not just a number four or five guy. So got to give you credit there. I take my payment in Zell and Venmo. Take that victory lap, baby. Zelly. So, yeah, I mean, I will, it's going to happen. And also, when you talk about who else would I want to see start, well, it would probably be Clayton Kershaw. We also know Clayton Kershaw would never take anything that he didn't feel he had earned on the mound. Yeah. And he just wouldn't take that away from Tony Gonson. So it's yeah. going to be great. It's going to be fantastic, and I can't wait to see it. Catastic. <laughs> the time is meow. The good news is there's he, a really good chance it's a Dodgers out. pitcher that's starting on open on an yeah. all-star game. On I think day. at this point it it would be a shock for it not to be. But I can't wait to see his cleats. I mean, he's probably just gonna have two full ass cats out there with, with spikes on them. Actual cats straight up. It's probably gonna be a violation somewhere with the Pita. With Pita. They're gonna be after happy, his ass. Yeah. But uh no, it's gonna be great to see him. I just kinda I just I, it's one of the most shocking developments. Like you ask one I have I've had Dodger fans always that, been high on Tony. Yeah. But you've been oh, high on Tony. Yeah. But even, I don't if it's the Gonsolin family out there, his his girl, his his parents, his family members, no way in their wildest dreams would they have thought that he'd be leading <laughs> the league in in ERA no. this deep into the season and that he would be the starting pitcher in the All-Star game. I mean, that's why I love baseball, man. Two things. First of all, Gabriel Morales really wants us to know that the Dodgers need Connor Joe and Rogers. So maybe he can stop suggesting that now because you said he had the show flow. You like the show flow. That's that's you didn't want Connor Joe a couple weeks ago. I did. That is a dirty mullet. 
I mean, talk about dirty mullets. That thing is dirty, filthy. He got Brandon Crawford's hair regime down. I don't know what's going on there, Connor Joe. Uh, You're the only batter that Kirsch was having success with in Colorado. (laughs) Get him out the nasty. What the hell was that? (laughs) That's the that's the new trombone. Uh, The new trombone is really freaking weird. Also, Gary A says Brooks been making a lot of sense lately. Me and Gary have not seen eye to eye on a lot of things. Does this uh, help? Does this help you though? Say something. Yes. Hello. I don't like that. Okay, just wanted to. Oh, you play with the new soundboard, things get real freaking weird, guys. Been been known to. Mm. Um, we're getting a lot of Bauer comments in here. Somebody was ta- I forget who I saw it a few times. I think it's uh, uh it, was, it was Trace Lamb talking about if you get Tony Gonsolin on that Bauer arm care um regimen. Isn't that it, just driveline? It's just driveline, and that's essentially what what Tony's kind of already doing. Driveline guy. Yeah, most driveline most Dodgers guys does, are driveline guys. He doesn't guys. do the wiggly stuff. Because uh, Rob. Yeah, because Rob. I mean, yeah, there's Rob Hill um, and the rest. I think there's, and the rest. I think there's more of them, right? Connor, Connor McGinnis is another one of those guys. Plus, Connor was one of the founders of the Clean Fuego. Another thing Tony's big oh, on, Clean yeah. Fuego. Keep that true spin. I don't know how it helps the fork. I mean, the splitter, but it does. We should try a Clean Fuego one time on video. They're expensive. Are they really? Yeah, but How I'm much? down. How many dollars? I think like $40. Oh, you know, you, I, don't, I don't have that many. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you would have if you mind your P's and Q's and don't pay for Jake Lamb fucking cameos. cameos. Well, listen, you put alcohol in me, I'm probably going to get a cameo that's going to make someone laugh. He does that's kind of my party trick, guys. He does a lot of things <laughs> for some money. Speaking of money, Kevin, Kevin Uhas, we appreciate you. $15 super chat. You were right about the great Catsby. You were right. That's some love. Let's give him. Uh, let's give him uh, this. This weird music. It's the super chat music. Oh, yeah. Feeling that right so, in the studio. Kind of like that. Yeah. It says uh, music bed. I guess that's what that's you're what trying I to play get. when yeah, yeah. I take somebody to bed. Somebody's mom. Somebody's mom to bed. Yeah, the heart shaped uh, bed. Roblox guy. <laughs> In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. On the sticking with three good things, Roblox Mom. We've also retalked a lot about this. There's a lot of guys that are coming back that are going to help this squad. Dustin May appears to be not that far. Isn't he starting a rehab this weekend or this week? Uh, facing hitters facing still, hitters. live hitters. The next step is rehab, which could be coming up in the next two weeks. Going to happen. Huge. Absolutely ginormous. Blake Trinan threw off a mound today at Dodger Stadium, yes, by sir, all accounts. Yeah. Looked good. He's alive. I don't know. I mean, the dude hasn't done anything. Like, has not done anything for a long time. So just an update to well, be he, like, hey, he's, he's throwing put- off a mound. He put Jesus on his shoulder, and it took a while to heal. Yeah, he took. You know what would have helped? Mm. Science. Danny Duffy's alive. They say. They claim. Throwing ninety four or whatever. 96. Is he throwing ninety five? He was ninety four. Yeah, he's hitting ninety four. Yeah, he was all in that. If he's dot ninety four, who of those three guys are you most excited about? You, Dustin May, that a boy. Easily Dustin May. You know I'm a Dustin Maniac, baby. I can't wait to see him a back D-maniac? on the mound. A D-maniac? A D-maniac to flow. And also just, I'm telling you, he's, he's absolutely filthy. I'm, I, and you look at the jump he made 
strikeout rate from 2020 to 2021, pretty much almost like from 18, like 37%. I am throwing that four seam fastball up in the zone. Kind of want to see how he looks on the mound without that sticky icky that a lot of the Dodgers pitchers ah. were using on early on in the 2021 season. But only then, yes, only. Only. No, 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 no. But they, well, Bauer brought his super sticky, and they were using that. And I can tell you, they definitely were. But I, I, when it comes to Dustin May, that two seam, the ground ball outs, what he learned in the 2020 postseason, and you can tell they have high hopes for him to come in and contribute right away. I think that's going to be the big, big X factor because if mm-hmm. he can come in, give you four innings, and be a guy that his stuff plays up in the postseason, he's a guy that can miss bats, that can dominate hitters, also induce that soft contact. So, And we see with TJ sometimes, guy comes back and the velo is even up a tick. And I think that, hey, man, he, he's an Trotch guy, got the best in the business. You know that he's been putting the work in the rehab, and he just wants to be back out yeah. there with his teammates. And you can see, I saw him at the clubhouse. I mean, he's got that fire in his eye. He's got that hunger to come back. And I think the fact that the Dodgers have dealt with these injuries to Walker Buehler, he kind of wants to come back and put that, that cape on his back and really take this team to a new level that late in the year and in the postseason. But also Danny Duffy, I think like I think it was funny what Anthony Keene said earlier, I need to see proof that he's a real person. Yeah, I know. He's a he's just a myth, man. He's, been he's, around. he's like big Bigfoot at this point. But he was fantastic in twenty twenty one before he had that all that that flexor strain issue. Do you think Dustin May wins the Cy Young Award? In his career? At any point in his career? No. I have to say no. I think that that violent release, you know, I I just Just don't know if he can put like 180 plus innings of work. I think it's, he has the stuff. There's no question. Also, let's be honest, branding means something. And come on, man. He was a budding superstar emerging the show flow. He's basically a regular on pitching ninja. So I definitely think that if he can, if he can put together a really nice season, he's, he'll put him in the mix, but I just don't see him winning a size. It's so difficult. The redheaded DeGrom over there, man. I think eventually he's a Josh Hader type. He just moves into a closing role, a setup role, something so like that. Find some tweets, that three quarter huh? man, <laughs> not like that. No, no, he's just going to be that <laughs> three quarter motion. He's going to be the dude who just pumps in hundred miles an hour and just devastates yeah. dude in the yeah. Late this, here's a preview down the line: uh, uh, Dustin May and Bobby Miller coming out of that pen. <laughs> Let's and, be honest, and maybe be honest. and maybe Ryan Pepio, Ryan Pepio, right? Angel Gutierrez points out another one. Tommy Canley, we need Tommy Canley healthy. He's another guy who can add to this bullpen mix and all of a sudden we're not worried. We're not hoping that the clock does not strike midnight with our beloved burrito, Reyes Maranta, which it, he just went to triple A. Oh, did that happen? That was the move. Yeah. He's serving up dingers, man. It's no unfortunate. Minds. He's in Oklahoma city burrito now. Well, all, all burritos, uh, burrito lives matter. I'm just saying Oklahoma city ones, especially they, they probably put French fries in theirs. <laughs> It's California burrito chief. Yeah, but they probably do it. Too. And at some point, because this is all pitchers, we got to talk about it on offense. Eddie Rios could be a dude who can dong late in the season. Late dongs. Late dongs. Late night dongs. Hell yeah. Yeah. And if if we get into late September, and you know what, uh, Max Muncy's still batting a butt, buck sixty. A butt sixty. They can <laughs> no longer. We are getting into the how, and, and I'm doing this in the positive segment, how much longer we are in, we are knee deep in that how much longer territory can they deal with a buck 60 Max Muncy. But, but Clint, he hit a home run the other day. Cool. <laughs> On Friday, he hit a home run, Clint. Give me Jake Lamb. And then went uh, 0 for 7 or whatever. It's, 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 it's fine, but not into September. 
even into now. Again, getting real. We're getting into real questionable, questionable territory. You're there. telling me Miguel Vargas can't hit 200? <laughs> Listen, I don't, you're I'm telling not, me I'm Jesus talk- Christ can't hit a curveball? <laughs> I'm really not talking about uh, Miguel Vargas. On the I'm talking about anybody. GD show. I'm talking about saying. anybody that can play, man. Jeez. Jake Lamb? Jake Lamb can definitely hit over 200. The ghost of Kevin Pillar's shoulder, bro? The, the 600 Babip uh, Jake Lamb? <laughs> no, yeah, my, my, hey, listen. My, that just means he's efficient, sir. I don't think that's what that means. Totally means, uh, you know, he oh, fully, you're not gonna like this one. fully believes in the hit it where uh, they ain't. Austin Meeker says, trade Jake Lamb for you sucks. Ooh. How do I block people from the chat? <laughs> Looky here, Austin, with your weird-looking eagle avatar. That's rude. Is Avatar coming out soon? I don't know. Ask the Minions. 2023? Minions. What do we got? That makes sense. Oh, I turned him up. Producer Cody's going to look he's got his. He's got his thing up. Is that, is that movie going to be ridiculously long, too, to where I have to pee three times during the movie? Uh, it's going to come out on December 16th of this year. Avatar? This year? Yeah. Ooh. Not the last airbender? Avatar The Way of Water is coming out December 16th, 2022. The Way of, the way of Water sounds like airbender, so that's where you're going to get real confused. Bendier. Two different air avatars. Airbendier. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, who watches movies? I Bro, love sold, movies. Hey, man, yeah. you, had, you had me sold on the Minions. I went right, on I YouTube. I wasn't that big on the Minions, and talking to him, they really grew on me. Um, grew oh oh no but seriously I mean look <laughs> despicable Campbell um, no but uh, look I mean when you look at this this team right now you talk about Max Muncy and Justin Turner JT and OPS over a thousand his last 16 games you had the multi home run game against Joe Musgrove that we discussed early on but yeah Max Muncy just continues to kind of just tread above water if basically around 200 oh, but the numbers just shit. aren't there and I think CT? that CT has a foot fracture. Oh, are you yep. serious? Yeah. Right. It's a good thing they played wow. him. God damn. And that's and just kind of instant reaction to that is he had that elbow surgery in the offseason where they weren't even playing him in the infield because yeah. of the arm angles. He just bought a house. Wow. Chris Taylor. And now Which he's going to have to make a video about probably, by the way. Listen. I'm sorry. You know what that means, baby? Jake Lamb season. Rake Lamb season. For real. Chris Taylor. Do yeah, it, it was concerning because when you talk about swelling like they were talking about, mm-hmm. that's sausage. usually the uh, the sign that, wow, CT3. Good thing they, they he was a durable player they gave uh, that bag to. But, uh, no, that's just that's a tough blow to this Dodgers team. <sighs> Things happen. We got Jake Lamb. But now, yeah, Jake Lamb. We got Trace Thompson, but uh, I don't know much uh, longer before a trade happens now. Well, and you wonder, too, how much <sighs> – I mean, he was kind of, I mean, he looked like he's been banged up all season long. That strikeout rate, close to 40%. I mean, we, and that just comes with the territory. He's, he's a streaky great, player. Yeah, yeah. He's not looked super he's had great, his, I, sure. he, I think he's had like one home run since I want to say the June 1st, something like that. I mean, he just really kind of quietly has been struggling when you focus on JT and Max Muncy. But, yeah. yeah, that's a big blow because, I mean, now Gavin Lux is in, in a situation too where, I mean, they have to continue playing in the outfield, and Chris Taylor is a guy, look, he, Oc Taylor, last year, tonight on his bobblehead night to have that news drop <laughs> when he became Oc Taylor and he hit the walk-off shot. It's just a, it's a major bummer, but, hey, Chris Taylor is a, is a guy that kind of, uh, kind of embodies kind of that grinder mentality. That, mm-hmm. that, that, that's why they want, wanted him back here on this Dodgers team. Didn't he strike? Uh, there's no move yet. Didn't he strike out like 10 times in that series too? Yeah. He was not good in that series. He no, I mean, look. Bad. 
when he changed his swing to get more to get more pocket and get more slug, that was basically the sacrifice. You're gonna mm. get the swing and miss. That just yeah. kind of happened. It's just the nature of the beast with him. But yeah, I mean, he is that that Swiss Army knife. He's so interchangeable. But I think that a lot of his value was diminished this year because you didn't see him in the infield as much, and he was just playing in the outfield spots. But then last week we had the 96.3 throw where he uh, where he throws out Grisham, his yep. son. In that game, and I think that was just a big move. So yeah, that's just yeah. I mean, he's such a such a yeah. That's just a big blow. I'm trying to. Try it to happens. This. this is the time you want it. You don't want it in September, but uh, you know, when yeah. in Rome with that sort of thing. Uh, by the way, we got a 4.99 super chat on the YouTube from uh, Dinos Bravo. This is a very important, very important comment. He said, uh, "Lemon character holding his hand in front of his mouth, grinning." Ah, it didn't translate. Yeah, it doesn't actually put the emojis on there when they do that. Yeah. What's a lemon character? <laughs> you know. Mm. Oh, this sounds like a, Gary's going to want to make, he's going to want me to make this video instead of the fractured foot, I bet. <laughs> Moving on. One last thing for the three good things, and I don't know if it's a good thing, but it's a thing, and we're going to talk about it. I've seen a few comments in here, so appreciate your patience on it. Austin Barnes heading towards rarefied air. He gets a two-year contract extension. And could be one of the longest tenured Dodgers catchers of all time. Is that wild to think of that the captain, Austin Barnes, is could be that dude? Hey, put that C on his chest, all right? We need to have that already. Like that, Mookie needs he to ride like it on his shin guards, on his cleats. And look, he's been with the Dodgers for eight years already. And he was the guy that Man. he was public enemy number one in the Dodgers Nation postgame show. They loved to slander Austin Barnes. And then he took Blake Snell's soul in game six of the 2020 <laughs> World Series. And that's really the hit you think about when you talk about Austin Barnes. But no, he's so important to this pitching staff, helping young pitchers develop. You know guys love throwing to him. The way he's able to get that strike at the bottom of the zone. And I think when you talk about a one-two punch, Will Smith and Austin Barnes, that's the best catching duo in all of Major League Baseball. And there's no question about it. So bringing him back into the fold, a little over three and a half, I think three and a half million dollars per season for two, so a seven million dollar yeah. deal. I think it's a great, uh, you know, a great to have him back because he's a leader in this clubhouse, and his teammates love him, and he does bring that edge. You don't, you don't need slug, you don't need pop, you don't need a lot of on base from your backup catcher. You need somebody who could command your pitching staff, who, in my opinion, was a, a, a massive reason why the Dodgers were able to come back and win and stay alive in the 2020 postseason and win that World Series because he was able to navigate uh, the pitching staff, a younger pitching staff through some tough situations. Walker Bueller called him out as he's a reason he was able to get through a couple of those starts in the NL, uh, NLCS against the Braves. Um, he gets it. He's a, he's an elite game caller, an elite receiver, does not have the greatest arm in the world, but he, he, he commands a presence in that locker room, and you guys have seen it. You're in there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Mookie talks about it, how, like, He'll say something funny, but you don't know whether to laugh or not because he's staring deep into your soul. Didn't he mess with you about something a couple weeks ago? Uh, like, oh, that's right. Yeah, he. Yeah, I asked him. The, I asked the, him like, the, the I, oh, city at the connects. gala. Oh, the city connects too. Yeah, we're was that about, you? Or I was think that, that was you? him. But I think. Uh, yeah, it was really odd when yeah, I was like, yeah. "Hey, you were in the city connects." Like, today? you mean the blue ones? Like, he was like, like an hour later. He was like, "What?" And I was like, "Those the city connect uniforms." He's like, uh, "I don't know." And then I was just standing there talking to Claudia, and then he was like, "You mean the blue ones?" And I was like. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, 
and then just left. <laughs> I thought you were talking about that from the Blue guy. Diamond Gala. When I asked him, I said, what would you be doing if you weren't a baseball player? And he goes, that's a bad question. I wouldn't do, be doing anything but play baseball. That's all I'd be doing is being a pro. I was like, no, like, any, he's like, no, just baseball player. I was like, okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he understood the, he the nature he of the question. He did not want anything else yeah. to do but, uh, but the baseball. He left a bruise cool, on my man. arm just with the eye contact. I like I mean? baseball. Yeah. Baseball, baseball, baseball. And he's a he, you know, long, it could be a Dodger, future Dodger coach. Could be the next Mike. I could Sosha. see that. I could see that. I mean, he's intense. He's fiery, and you never know when he's gonna have a big hit. I mean, last year the big home running hit against the Giants. I mean, he has a clutch gene to him as well. Yeah. Goes up there. Sometimes he looks outmatched when he's not locked in, but more often than not, he'll go up there and give you a competitive at bat. Yes, he is a below average offensive player, but I think as a whole, it's a no brainer signing. I think it's kind of funny that uh, you, you know, if I said the Dodgers signed during the season, you would hope that I was talking about Trey Turner. Right, but it ends up being Austin Barnes, and hey, hopefully he won't be the only in-season signing. We've had Blake Trinan, we've had uh, Austin Barnes. Hopefully Trey Turner's next at the All-Star break at a press conference. I'm trying to manifest that. <laughs> so, hey Trey, so uh, there's a comment here from Marco Beltran, which I which I hate, but I love it because it's 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 just a perfect comment. Who's the Ryan M- Madsen type of grab for the Dodgers this year? I forgot about Ryan Madsen. Uh, I, I call him Dan Patrick. <laughs> Who, who's going to be the guy? What do you think is going to be that? that? Tony Singrano. I mean, look, I think uh, Sean from another Doolittle? team. Where, where's Sean Doolittle at right now? He's, it's always much. felt like Sean Doolittle is going to be a Dodger. He's going to be a Dodger. Yeah. Robertson uh, from the Cubs. David, David Robertson. Uh, David? Daniel? Yeah. Daniel David. Um, it, it's tough. David but you Robinson? know that he has his eye. To me, it's Hall like. Hall of Fame NBA center. David Robertson's yeah. girl, baby. There's always going to be Give those guys. Captain. That Friedman picks up, and I, you know, it's the, you know, it's the Conor McGregor. Who the fuck is that guy? You know what I mean? And then you kind of look, do a little deep dive, and you kind of say, oh, he's, you know, this is how he does against lefties and righties. You see some of yeah. the spin and the velo. Okay, that's why they picked him up. I mean, mm-hmm. I, there's going to be one of those guys, but I don't expect him to go out there and <laughs> make a run at the Bednar types or any of these top end relievers because we just haven't seen it with Andrew Friedman. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be an odd boy. It's definitely gonna be an oddball one or. Would not be surprised to see Robertson and then, whew, sorry, Craig, your time here is done, my dude. Getting rid of Craig? Craig. The one on Craigslist, huh? I don't see that Dang, happening. I really don't. Super chat from our, our boy 5150 Rams fans is pair character jumping up and down saying number one fan. Hey, what it's is, my man. What is happening here? It's, with when, it's when you send those gifts or a little know, like sticker 5150 whatever, legit yeah. thinks I work for ESPN as a Dave Roberts apologist. He actually truly believes this. He's contacted me numerous times. Thinks I'm some ESPN shill for Dave Roberts, but are you not? Yeah, uh, I we mean, know you are. You're not getting paid. Guys, Doc is the best manager of all time. Just all right, saying. two more okay. quick topics before we get the hell out of here. The new, winningest, the new look lineup. We talked a little bit about this before in our pre-show Instagram live. Check us out every uh, pre-show. <laughs> um, well said. The Dodgers have a new look lineup. They changed when Mookie came back. They changed the top of the order. Mookie. Batting leadoff, Trey moves to that number two spots, and Freddie moves down to third, and you got Will back in the catcher position. I want to hear again, for these fine people, what are your thoughts on this new one through four, we can really say? It's mainly the one through three, but, but the new look, top of the order. I like it. I really do. I mean, they've gone 7 of 15 so far, Mookie and Trey at the top of that lineup with four doubles combined. And then you also consider the fact you have Gavin Lux at the bottom of the lineup, three speedsters 
the nine and the one and the two spot. And I always want to see Trey Turner batting ahead of Freddie Freeman, a guy that has good bat to ball skills, a guy that in the last month has led the team in OPS and he's starting to slug at really an elite level for Freddie Freeman. So we saw the slug was down for Freddie. Now it's mm-hmm. up. And I just really like the idea of two guys that can get on base. They can wreak havoc on the yeah. base pass. They can score runs as long as Dino Ebel isn't making that send to Mookie Betts. But I think with, <laughs> with Trey Turner ahead of Freddie Freeman, I just like it. It gives me a real Shaq and Kobe vibe, a one-two punch. And we saw the success that the Dodgers had with Mookie Betts and Corey Seager. Well, I think Trey Turner is on another level than Corey Seager in, in the two holes. So I like it. The thing I have the trouble with is, I mean, Freddie's been so good in that two hole all season long. He is that perfect number two hitter in in his ability to get on base, move the ball, drive people in, uh, you know, uh, pitches of action, making something happen. You have Mookie on first or second, and you get him over. Worst comes to worst, and then Trey drives him in. Or if it's the other way around, Trey's on second. You, you know, you, you find that way to have uh, Mookie drive him in. I personally would have left the top two the way they had been while Mookie was out and, and put Mookie bet in third. But what, what's your take? You know what I really like about this new lineup? Freddie Freeman is not batting ahead of two guys that I, I can outrun him backwards. That's the biggest part about this. I mean, honestly, there's there's a lot to that. You look at the lineup and the way it's been constructed. Like, if you were to bat Mookie behind Freddie... Maybe it makes a little more sense, but batting Trey behind Mookie? I mean, that's a dude that could probably one-legged beat Freddie in a race, to be honest with you. So it's kind of a weird setup. Obviously, 90 feet makes a big difference. People will argue that. Coaches will tell you that, but still something to it when you can't outrun the guy in front of you, when you can't get to stretch something into a double because a guy can't get to third or something like that. I like it. I like the setup. I like the way they're going to do things. Also, when you consider, too, that Mookie's figured out how to hit lefties again, having success against lefties this season, season, and then Trey Turner, he's had more success against righties, and throughout his career, 79% of his home runs come against right-handed pitchers. So you kind of get those reverse splits, and I just think it's a great one, two, three right there, and I think that you make the best point. It's about speed on the base pass, and they really haven't even hit their stride. I mean, they've had success when you look at individual numbers, but when you talk about team scoring as a whole, it hasn't really materialized with that new lineup change but I just think that you got Lux you got Mookie you got Gavin you keep Mookie best the franchise player happy we know that Mookie he's made it clear he wants to hit leadoff and then Trey Turner you give him a little bit of a different role in the two hole and I just think that that really just kind of levels that lineup up do you guys think this is the lineup we see through the rest of the season at least the top three provided everybody's healthy if everybody stays healthy I just I mean things would have to go pretty bad for them to get away from it now that they've done it yeah Seems like one of those things. Dave really, really, really likes to wait his long-ass time to change these lineups. And he claims he got the input of guys. I think the last time he said he he talked to dudes about things was, you know, kind of bullshit. But, you know, I think Dave depends. loves his eyewash or his ear wash to the media. You know, he's very stubborn about changing anything, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, oh, yeah. push has to come to show. But I think the big question is, Will Muncy ever figure it out? In my opinion, I root hard for Max Muncy. He's a baseball junkie. He's going to put in the work to get his swing back and to try to get that power back. But if JT and Muncy can be consistent, and really this is a move to kind of supplement that in a way. And I think if you find a way to get, if Muncy can turn around, you put him in that cleanup hole and have Will Smith in the three spot. But I just think that's too much of a big if right now to say, hey, is Muncy going to figure it out? Because let's not forget about Will Smith and all this either. Who has the best chance of turning their season around after the All-Star break? What do you guys think is going to be? JT, is it in belly, be Belly or be Muncie? What do you got? 
I think it has to be JT. If you look at his track record, you look at a pure like from a pure hitter standpoint, I feel like it has to be JT. He's already kind of turning it around. He's already putting bat on ball yeah. way more often than he has in the past couple of months. He's making us eat our own words, which I'm very happy about. Better we'll than gladly what? take that every single time. But uh cringe in, in terms of overall swings and history of success and track record and things like that, I think it has to be JT. I'm with you, Brooke. I trust the bat-to-ball skills of Justin Turner. The fact that we've already seen a nice stretch from him, like I said, yeah. 16 games, OPS over 1,000, second behind just Freddie Freeman. But Max Muncy, my big fear is, look, even 2020, he hit 12 dingers, but at the plate, he was he was behind a lot of fastballs, yeah. not getting on top of those heaters. Last year, it almost feels like... That was another like, injury season, too. I mean, he had the yeah, broken hand absolutely, in the broken hand. camp. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I agree. It's going to be JT. He was batting leadoff. <laughs> At, in, that, oh. in that season, yeah, that was so, yeah, that was when we first got Mookie too. Yeah. I agree. It's go, uh, JT has the best likelihood of being that guy. Who it needs to be is Cody F and Bellinger. Cody needs okay. to be. Give me 2018, Cody, and we'll have a, a, a freaking scary lineup. But I just I don't think we're ever going to see that. But this is the thing. JT will have the better second half, but Belly will have like four memorable hits. He'll have like yeah, a couple walk-offs, and he'll get a single that'll extend a game that will allow the Dodgers to come back. He'll get that walk-off shot like we saw, or the game-tying shot, the equalizer in game three of the NLCS. So he really has this ability to come up big in big moments. So for the Belly Evers out there, look, let's not sell all our stock in Cody yeah, Bellinger. Or that shirt back. It's a great shirt. Anyway, I, mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't even know we had that as a shirt. We did. Yeah, we but did. Uh, when it comes to Cody Bellinger, I mean, look, every, right when you want to give up on him, he'll lace a double. Right when you want to give up on, on him, he'll leave the yard. And I think his defense actually has kind of turned around, too. I mean, I think yeah. the real ones realize that he was slipping a little bit when it comes to, to defense, uh, when it comes to range and kind of jumps. I mean, he had, he had the, the, the leg and yeah. then the hamstrings and last back. year. And, yeah, he's good. I think the sprint speed is right back up to a – Career norms before say, 21, but yeah, and what he, and with Chris Taylor going down, of, they're going to need think him. Think of Cody. Think of I mean, second half 2019 Cody in this lineup. This would be a dumb lineup. Uh, yeah. But if there's it, a whole if, lot if of if butts were candy and nuts. I don't know the rest of the your thing. mom, your mom. Swelling sausage those dollar ninety nine super chat our way says if they get all the best players, Doc could win it, and maybe, maybe not. Quickly, moving on, we got uh, two more as of the time we were recording. We've got two more against the Rockies, and then the Cubs come to town for a four-game set. Is it a four-game set? Yeah. <sighs> let's, not, let's not get Team No Hit this time, please. <laughs> I was at that game. Oh, no, I was at the Jake Arrieta game. Anyway, um, we talked. We t- we t- <laughs> they gave away some really, really shitty headphones, too. We still oh, have them. Oh, wow. I think you already said Dodgers are going to sweep Rockies, what do you think happens in the Cubs series? I mean, this Cubs team is, I mean, they're you know, one, of the, one of the worst teams in the National League. One of those six teams that just are truly not contenders. But I could easily see three out of four. There's no question about it. I actually think the, the Dodgers, I mean, they could drop one to the Rockies, too, because baseball is going to baseball. But we haven't seen that Braves-like streak from the Dodgers this yep. year yet. So maybe this is the time where, look, you took that. That was a big confidence booster because, look, th- we could be sitting here today and the Dodgers could be two, two and a half games back of the Padres. Instead, they took care of their business. They were close to sweeping the Padres for the first time in a four-game series in a very long time since 2009. Uh, Chad Billingsley was starting that game. But, um, yeah, I think I think they go take three or four from the Cubs, and I think uh, they they sweep the Rockies. I'm just going to put that out there. I think Pepio raises his trade value today. 
What are you thinking over there, Chief? Still think they sweep the Rockies. I think I stuck with that at the beginning of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was pretty show. Uh, Cubbies? I got no worries about them, Cubbies. They face... Uh, I hope Wilson Contreras just shits the bed all weekend, though. That'd be great. They face... Uh, uh, the Dodgers throw out all-star game starter Tony Gonsolin in game one, so that'll be nice. Ew. My boy. Another statement. Last Anthony time, Gonsolin. Last time they played the Cubs, I was in Chicago watching Kershaw throw seven shutout innings only to be tapped on the shoulder by a large Chicago Cubs fan in a bar that said he's washed. I was like, that washed guy just threw seven shutty. And what happened? And I was like, oh, that's, that's, I shouldn't have said that to that guy. <laughs> that, is a, that is a large boy right there. These chairs are breaky today. Sweep. Sweep them all. Why not? That's sweep what I'm going all. for. Just sweep them all. Clean sweep. Them sweep. All. sweep all the way through, then sweep Anaheim. F them in the A. Anaheim. We get... I really want to get one of those Cubs flags that looks like a W, but it's an L, and have our flags raise the L every time we beat them. You know what I'm saying? Space up That's there. real Houston yeah. Asterisks energy. That's, yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm not, I'm not above that kind of pettiness, really. Robert <laughs> Baker gets it, wins an ERA, still matter. I'm going to make yeah. that a shirt. Sounds like he votes for the Cy Young Award. Or the All-Star Game starter for as long as we've been alive, <laughs> or as long as it's been in existence. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. We appreciate you here on the Blue Haven episode uh, 1 billion and trillion and whatever it is. Find us on the internet at DodgersNation.com. Subscribe to us here on YouTube if you're watching. YouTube.com slash DodgersNationTV. Hit the like. Hit the bell. Um, Leave a comment. Tell your mom. Steal the mom jokes before I get. Why to can't mom? they tell can't their see mom? the guys? I'm at Brooke Me Three. He's at Real FRG. He's Doug everywhere, all over the internet. His name is Doug. We are at Dodgers Nation on Twitter and Instagram. It's actually at DMac underscore LA. In case you didn't already know that, yeah, assuming that you guys know. What about Eric? At E U L A U. I did it, Eric. Yay! Go follow Eric, guys. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your comments. That is a way longer. A way longer applause. Roblox kid. I didn't breathe the I'm whole show. I'm coming over. See you guys next Monday. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I didn't breathe the whole show. Think blue. Bleed blue. We out. Peace.